Welcome to Wear Who You Are, a podcast that takes the fear out of fashion and holds space for everyone to explore how to connect your authenticity with your personal style. I'm your host, Natalie Tincher, founder of BU Style, expert style strategist, and your enthusiastic friend and safe space of support. I believe that every person has a style and every style deserves a seat. With over a decade of experience working with hundreds of personal clients, I've learned a thing or two about how to help others have a healthy and holistic approach to navigating how to build a wardrobe that reflects who you are. So pull up your seat and let's get started. There's no such thing as having no style. By getting dressed every day, you inherently are making style choices and therefore you do have a style. The first step in truly understanding your personal style is discovering how it connects to who you are. How do you communicate your personality and preferences through your clothing choices? The BU Style 6 assessment creates the foundation for you to start answering that question. By taking this assessment, you will be able to see your spread of the six style personalities and how they connect to wardrobe characteristics. Read more about the BU Style 6 methodology and take the assessment by visiting www.bu.style and clicking on the Personal Clients tab. That's www.bu.style. You can also click the link in the show notes. Thanks for coming back to another Where Who You Are Wednesday. So it's summer. It's time for a recharge for many of us, and that includes me and this podcast. So by way of a quick announcement, I'm going to be taking a break from recording in the month of August. I mean, that's so European of me. Uh, there may be a special bonus episode released in August, but otherwise I will resume recording in September with episodes every two weeks. So keep following along on social media over the summer for upcoming release dates and to share your topic wish lists coming up. So in our last episode, we talked about how every body is a swimsuit body in the intro. So based on the response to this and years and years of my client experiences, I'm very, very excited to dive into another topic that I'm obviously passionate about, and that is the idea of body types. So I'm sure most of you have heard of body types being compared to fruits. So there's apple, pear, banana, strawberry, and hourglass. So I did some research and I actually couldn't find an answer to when and who created this original categorization. Um, And so I actually learned this classification system in my image consulting training. And, you know, even at the time then when I was like learning and I was a sponge to all of this knowledge, it felt very problematic to me. I mean, because I believe that you are a person and you are not a fruit. Furthermore, Isn't it ironic that the hourglass ideal is the only one in this categorization that's not a fruit? So inherently, the system is screaming a bias of like hourglass is ideal. Furthermore, when we start to categorize bodies based on fruit shapes, it basically implies that certain shapes are ideal or superior to others. I'm not really sure why or how this happened, but somehow pear and apple put a bad taste in people's mouth, pun intended, obviously. So in fact, this system was clearly problematic to a lot of others in the image consulting industry. So there have been a lot of different attempts to classify body types by people like David Kibbe, Trini and Susanna from the UK What Not to Wear, someone named Miriam. They had all these different body type analysis and they broke it into more categories. So yes, these are all expanded and they are less problematic than this narrow fruit categorization. But I don't believe that 
we should box bodies into a classification system. It assumes that our bodies can be neatly categorized into a very limited set of categories, which is really oversimplifying and misleading. It disregards the complexity and diversity of human bodies, and it puts way too much focus on external expectations and dictates on what is considered ideal. So how do I think we should approach the topic of body diversity and body types? I think it's really crucial to embrace body diversity and promote body positivity in general. So instead of focusing on specific shapes or fruit comparisons, we should just really celebrate and appreciate the uniqueness of every individual body. Bodies really do come in all shapes, sizes, and proportions. I've seen hundreds and hundreds of bodies over the years, and I truly think that they're all so beautiful and unique and that diversity should be acknowledged and valued. Our bodies do a lot of work for us every single day. So instead of criticizing them, let's honor them for being freaking badass, hardworking tools that keep us living and breathing. They keep us tasting delicious food, seeing beautiful things, smelling our favorite scents, walking us to places we love to see. Our bodies really are miracles. That means we are miracles. That's freaking cool. Our body's worth is not determined by our body shape or size. So let's start practicing some more self-care and self-love, focusing on our health and well-being rather than conforming to a specific shape ideology. So now I do understand more than anyone that we need to dress these bodies. So if we're getting rid of body type categorizations, how do we change how we dress them? So first, I want to talk about the word flattering. So here's a scenario. Have you ever been trying on clothes and someone else looks at what you put on and they're like, oh my gosh, that is so flattering. And you're looking a little bit confused. You might be a little flabbergasted because you don't really find it flattering based on your ideal or you don't really feel great in it. It's not feeling how you want it to feel. So the word flattering is overused. Flattering is subjective. It's a concept that varies from person to person. So what one individual finds flattering, another might perceive differently. This is based on opinions, personal preferences, the way that they interact with society. What's deemed flattering is truly in the eye of the beholder. So our mission is to understand what our personal preferences are and our goals are and how clothing relates to our bodies. And maybe flattering isn't even your ultimate objective. And that's totally okay too. So what is your ultimate visual goal when putting on an outfit? So instead of focusing on this big picture, this categorization of a body type, I like to think more in terms of how you want to present your body in your clothing. So the really cool thing that I'll always nerd out about clothing is that you can use it to achieve your visual goals. You can play and experiment with proportions and silhouettes to see what makes you feel the most comfortable in your own skin and for different settings that you play in. Like maybe what you find great in one setting you don't feel great in another. You want to play things up in different ways and really think of it like a canvas is like your body's the canvas and you can use the clothing as your art and your medium and play with it however you want. You can layer it how you want. You can, you can do what you want. So for me, you can use what I call my ABC principles, which are based on your goals. And they're your goals on a macro level or a very micro level. So the ABCs are accentuate, balance, or camouflage. So what do we do? First, we identify what you like to accentuate about yourself. Do you love your collarbones, your hips, your waist, your back, your eyes, your overall silhouette? Then you find pieces that accentuate these features. 
There are rules for all of this. There are principles, guidelines. How do you like to balance the B? How do you like to balance out your silhouette sometimes? Maybe you like accentuating your hips, but you want to balance the top with a strong shoulder. Maybe you want to balance a long torso with high-waisted pants to make your legs look longer. That's totally fun too. Clothing can do this. What do you like to camouflage? While I strongly believe in loving and embracing your body, it's okay to want to use clothing to achieve your personal goals, which may be consistent. It may change from day to day based on how you're feeling. Sometimes we don't feel like accentuating parts of our body and we want to camouflage it. So you can use these kind of objective guidelines and style principles as a medium to achieve this goal of camouflaging things. The beauty of looking at things this way is that the choice is yours and only yours. There is no how to dress a certain body type based on what a style rule book tells you is flattering or ideal for your body. Instead, you can learn how to use principles of dressing to express yourself and present your body to the world however you feel like it. So our Wear Who You Are challenge, it's to break this down. So I want you to identify something you love about yourself and that you want to learn how to accentuate. Then drop those in my DMs and tell me what those pieces are. I'll start to create a Q&A and give you ways to use clothing to achieve your goals because I want you to wear who you are in the beautiful body you were given so fiercely proudly. Thanks, and I'll see you in September. Thanks for joining another Wear Who You Are Wednesday. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to follow along for episode news, updates, and other bonus style insights on Instagram through my business account at BU Style. That's the letters B, U, and Style. Or my personal account at Natalie underscore Tincher. And don't forget to subscribe to Where Who You Are wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again. See you next time.